Hello and welcome to Money Life News and Views. I am Devashish Pasu. This time, let's discuss the plight of banking consumers. As consumers, of course, we are we have one of the worst experiences when we deal with financial services because you know there are stories of false promises in equity and insurance and investment schemes, harmful outcomes from traditional insurance products, getting missold products that you don't want, and also products that lock you into a long period of time without an escape route or a lot of cost. And this is routine. There are a lot of complaints about it and nobody seems to be doing much about it. Except that, of course, in the equity market, there are a lot of changes that have happened by which mis-selling and bad outcomes have been reduced quite a bit. But banking is another story. Now, why do consumers of financial services have such horrible uh, experiences? There are two fundamental reasons. The main reason is that the products are non-standard. When I say non-standard, I mean compare it with physical products. Let's say you buy a packet of biscuits, all right? Now, the ingredients, the manufacturing process, and therefore the end output of a, a biscuit is exactly the same day in and day out, which is why there's hardly any difference between one packet of biscuit to another packet of biscuit. You buy a bar of soap, you expect it to clean. You don't expect you to do something harmful to you immediately by putting it on your skin or whatever. Now, these are examples of standardized products where from beginning to end everything is controlled so the output is the same the experience is the same but that is not so with banking and financial products mostly non-banking products but even banking products as well now <clears throat> the reason for this as i've said that the entire sales process the products they, the way they're manufactured or rather they're constructed the services they are non-standard you so you might have a great experience one day you might have a terrible experience another day the second reason and this is a very important reason especially in case of non-standard products there has to be a very strong regulator who makes it a point to ensure that the service is standardized over a period of time. Unfortunately, the regulatory philosophy of the, reg of the uh, banking system, that is that of Reserve Bank of India, is to issue guidelines and of course create a process of grievance redress, but the RBI has never found out whether such grievance system or such processes that they are prescribed is actually working in practice in real life what has been the experience of bank customers the RBI doesn't really care now let us look at some actual examples four major areas that i'm going to highlight and this is all a result of the research done by money life foundation has been the result of hundreds and thousands of customers actually having shared their experiences with with money life foundation so as contrast to RBI which is doesn't really have on its ear to the ground we do so which is why we are able to say with some degree of authority that the experience of banking customers is a lot to be desired take the example of freezing of accounts banks are very very quick to freeze your account both savings account and current account without a proper warning or notice now why would they do that because they think that you have not updated your kyc whether they've issued your notice or not, whether you're aware or not, doesn't matter. 
they just one fine morning they can freeze your account because they have the powers to on paper what's the process on paper the rbi requires at least three notices to be issued to customers before any such punitive action taken by banks yet in innumerable cases including the freezing of our accounts that is of money life our personal accounts banking accounts and the foundation accounts by axis bank uh, the bank did not bother now even though the account freezing causes enormous hardship and embarrassment there is absolutely no accountability no bank manager or no bank official can be sort of hauled up but who's going to haul them up it is a job job of the rbi and the rbi doesn't really bother much this is all very surprising if you see on another side how much we have achieved our payment system is the envy of the world upi is revolutionized i mean it's taken the world by storm everybody is stunned of how simple and easy we have made the payment system now that's technology india boasts of a huge talent of technology india is a back, back office of the world right banks are using the technology to target you to meet the sales targets and yet the rbi is shy of you telling the same banks to use that same technology to show us whether three notices have been sent to us or not where is the digital footprint of kyc updation notices having been sent to the customers they should be available with each bank now a centralized process on the core banking generates notices which are then expected to be sent out to the branch in our case while the notices were generated the bank at the centralized level the branch did not bother to send them and now how can bank bank branches have a separate system of sending it out the this the entire process has to be centralized now banks are never asked to prove provide proof of email uh, having sent email or sms notices before uh, before freezing the account and depriving people of their own hard earned money which they have kept in bank on trust as i said nobody is held accountable for the lapses doesn't matter how badly your reputation suffers or your business suffers or how traumatic your experience is most people get to know their accounts being frozen or blocked only when the checks are bounced this is really ridiculous this is a terrible way to treat customers and it's a terrible way to regulate that's the most important point banks are commercial entities they can do what they want to i mean it's it's up to them if they want to treat their customers badly or not but it's not up to the regulator to say it's all right and look the other way second area money life foundation has come across many cases where banks and finance companies cause permanent damage to the value of properties by losing all or part of the chain of documents so when you take a loan you have to submit your documents to the bank or finance companies it's supposed to be kept in a certain place centralized warehouse properly tagged retrievable when you clear your loan your documents have to come back to you now this sometimes doesn't happen because they've lost something or the other in that in the set of files once a chain once a document out of a chain of documents like properties being transferred from one person to another every document is important every sale document even however old it is important once that chain of documentation is broken the property becomes defective by same bank will turn around and say sorry i can't give you loan where is this missing sale deed in this whole series of transactions that the property has undergone now banks are never asked to compensate customers 
they in in a one particular case they said go and check hunt for yourself in the Quran luckily in that case the documents were found in another case the a top bank one of the biggest could not complete the sale uh, procedure because of the chain of documents Proceed, police procedure was required to obtain and true copy etc meanwhile this customer was unable to sell his property once again the question to RBI is how hard it is for the re regulator to issue a standard operating procedure if you take a loan this is how you're going to handle documentation if you fail this is how you're going to compensate the customer it's very simple how difficult it is to do that if the RBI is at all bothered about the customers third nomination and transfer transmission of shares a big pain point the absence of standard operating procedures is acutely felt in this area each bank each finance company has makes up its own rules to deny the legitimate uh, the the heirs of the limit legitimate property the rbi circular says the banks need to take necessary precaution while transferring account proceeds to the deceased customers to the nominees but it cannot make superfluous and unwarranted demands which actually banks do once again different banks have different policies how difficult it is to tell all the banks to follow a same procedure fourth bank lockers the rbi has recent, recently asked banks to sign stamp paper agreements with customers for opening bank lockers in the absence of sops again there is no standardization of value of the stamp paper somebody says 10 rupees somebody says 50 rupees clear guidelines need to be issued and it should be mandatory to provide customers with a copy of the agreement that they have signed in the digital world how difficult it is you can just scan it and put it in your sort of profile or your account wherever it is now there are hundreds of such cases which is which is which is extraordinary because all this can be fixed very very simply with two simple steps which i've already hinted at unfortunately the current attitude of the I'll, I'll come to that in a minute but the let me explain the current attitude of rbi is benign towards banks and not bothered about the customers and also very distant the rbi issues rules but does not bother to check how it impacts customers as i said what is needed are two simple steps one create standard operating procedures all banks all areas same steps same processes banks cannot have one bank cannot have one rule another bank have another rule it's a very simple thing to do just put all of them in a room and say create a series of processes process is all regulation is all about process and that takes me to the second step which is if there is a deviation from the process clearly prescribe what kind of penalties and fines are supposed to be levied now, this is a very very important point we all realize that there is no way you can issue rules and expect good behavior it doesn't happen about about individuals it does not happen to institutions institutions are as bad as individuals because they are made up of individuals so the question is if banks don't follow what is to be done and the answer is very very simple the answer has been known since the dawn of civilization which is have such severe penalties that the banks dare not do it again in the us it's called punitive damages now punitive damages is a heart of enforcing good behavior
But as I said in my previous uh, column, punitive, when the moment you talk about punitive damages, and that was I talked about public liability insurance, the moment in India you talk about punitive damages, something happens to adjudication authorities, whether it's high courts or law courts, it's the, the regulators, it's the tribunal, they cannot bring themselves to this fundamental philosophy that you need such severe penalties that will send shock waves through the system, through the organization, that they will dare not do it again. You cannot mandate, as I said, to a bank or any institution good behavior. Good behavior cannot happen on its own. It will happen out of fear. Within the organization, there will be a very clear guideline that if you do not follow these procedures, you are going to be sacked and nobody is then going to deviate from it. It's as simple as that. Now, in the absence of punitive damages, RBI can have meetings, RBI can have endless amount of committees, issue new rules, regulations, etc., etc. But in the, in the absence of punitive damages, which really pinch not only the institution, but also the officer involved, the customer is going to be forever treated the way they're currently being treated. If you like this video, please share and also like and do subscribe. Thanks for watching.